2: One, two. I'm and get these stuff with my dad. Okay. But they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either way.
1: Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am
0: here determined.
3: give you america itself this is ed mcmahon and now here's armstrong and getty
4: do you know what i want apple to spend all their money on
3: apple the technology company cupertino
4: california i want them to spend all their money on their voice texting technology To make it way better. Like, I was just trying to do it, and I do it when I'm driving to try to be safe. Mm. And uh, no matter what I say into my phone, it comes out as garbled nonsense.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Trying to send
4: my wife a text, and just... It's frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And its guesses are crazy. Yes. I, I also don't understand how it guesses something crazy, and then when you hit that little thing, you know, it's got the line under there, are you sure, or whatever. And then you press it, and then it comes up with exactly what you said. Right. So why is it, f- it the first thing it gives you just, you want to go to Israel with a bear? No, that's not what I said. You want her to bring the car? Yes, that's what I said. So the, the, I hear you. So the AI needs to come up with some sort of, is it likely that he said, do you want to go to Israel with a bear? But or it is pers- it more likely he's saying to his wife, yes, I'll bring the car? Shouldn't it be able to figure that out?
0: You would think. <laughs> like, yeah. how would you even get a bear to Israel? <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't they're, know. They're really. cutting down exactly. on the comfort
0: animals. You're certainly not going to get yeah. it through that way. That's my uh, comfort bear.
4: <laughs> I'm often highly amused at the things it thinks I said. Yeah. Live yeah. from Studio C, C, Senor. A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And today, under the tutelage of our general manager, Montenegro.
3: I don't know him. <laughs> It's a small country in the Balkans, Jack, the newest addition to NATO, a burr under, uh, what's-his-name, Vlad Putin's saddle, and uh, brought up by Tucker Carlson, and the president suggested, eh, hey, maybe we wouldn't defend him. Why would we bother? I'm on the president's side on this. What? Oh, my God! Listen to Jack questioning <laughs> NATO, the bedrock of democracy, the, the insurer of peace over these 70 uh, past years. Yeah. Oh, so there's anyway, a counter-argument.
4: Anyway, we'll introduce everybody in the squad. We'll talk about that later. How are uh, How are you doing, board operator Michelangelo?
2: I'm doing good. Hey, when you guys go to the store, do you use self-check? I've been using it more, and I've gotten good at scanning the items. The problem is that other customers are not, and so if there's a line at the self-check and you just want to run over to them and say, let me scan those items for you, please. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm uh, the king of self-check, because... As you know, that means I don't have to talk to anybody.
4: I've only used it like once in my life. I'm not a self-check guy. Really? I'm
3: I'm pro-human.
0: I try to keep humans employed. I'm anti-human, including (laughs) you. I always got stuff like, I got bananas and (laughs) grapes
4: that don't have a price on them, and I don't know how to ring those up, and I don't want to deal with it, so I just... It's a skill set.
3: So just go stand in line. My wife work, worked at a grocery store for a couple of years back when we had little kids part time and she was a, a whiz at the checkout. She's taught me all of her skills. The key <laughs> for
4: me is to just to eyeball the pe- the checkers and
3: pick out the fast
4: one since we've now learned that picking the fast checker is better than picking the short line. Right. Short line is yeah. that is a that is oh, a fool's yeah. errand. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the short That's line. the
3: siren song that, that lures <laughs> you onto the rocks.
4: Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, that's a honeypot. What that is, <laughs> is There's something like that. Yeah. It's uh, sure it's seems pleasurable, but it's not. Oh, uh, look for the middle-aged gal who is not chatty. She is your friend, not the old guy ever. Oh no. Old guy wants to tell you about uh, the other career he used to have before he started checking yeah. in retirement for. Right. Oh boy.
0: He's lonely. He <laughs> needs companionship. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Predicting the weather based on various <laughs> joint stiffening. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you
4: to say, young man. God, there is one checker at one grocery store that we finally determined, and now we feel bad that we think they're doing her a favor by hiring her. It's ah. like a, uh, you know, and yeah. I'm I'm cool with that, absolutely. But but prior to realizing that, I mean, she's just she's terrible. She's so slow. Oh yeah, just I mean, insanely slow. Yeah, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, but, uh, you yeah. know, if they're hiring her to do, to, be, to do good in the world, well, that's fine. I, we can all put up with that. But Yeah, you and you can put
3: up with that. There's sure, no, absolutely. There's no good way to let your customers know that, unfortunately. Because if somebody pointed that out to me, I would have infinite patience. Uh, absolutely. And you remember, I'm a guy who almost complained that it was taking a long time to ring up my Gatorade when there was a dying man behind the counter. <laughs> And and the checker was checking rather slowly because the man was dying behind her, and she was checking on him while well, the paramedics tried to bring him. Well, around. you got a live customer here.
4: How about right. you take care of me? Right,
3: I'm going to die of thirst if you don't ring up this Gatorade. So let's keep our eye on our work here, darling. All right. Oh, that was. I was just about to bitch about how slow she was moving right. when I got to the front and I see the guy behind. Laying on the ground with a paramedic pumping on his chest. Yeah, well. What are you going to do? Did you start scanning your items? You know, a- anybody can work without distractions. Sure. Can you keep on checking, you know, when the heat is on?
0: <laughs> there is positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well and is is one of the kind of... Uh, surprises of the way that modern music is released these days It wasn't an album drop as It had been rumored But I woke up this morning and Chance the Rapper One of my favorite current modern musicians Who's who's uh, making music still is He just put out four songs Not an album, just four little songs They're on, the, on my streaming music device of choice I think that's the future Why wouldn't he? The, the... The old format was merely a question of, of plastic
3: packaging.
4: Why is anybody still sticking with it? John Mayer last year, he put out, like, two songs one week, then two the next week when they are done. Why wouldn't you do it that way? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, the songs are great, and if you see a gigantic smile on my face in between uh, segments of the show, it's probably because I'm listening. To
4: You're that. right. The only reason it was the right. way it was was just because it was all on that piece of plastic. Right. And that's yeah. how many fit on the piece of plastic. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah um There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well,
2: I got to tell you, the Armstrong and Getty Show banter has saved my life this morning. Oh, why? Almost hit a bunny on the way to work. Ran out in front of me on the freeway. Maybe it had it coming. <clears throat> and instead of swerving, I remembered what we talked about on the show. I jammed on my brakes instead. Didn't swerve.
3: Didn't lose control of the car. Didn't hit the rabbit. Yep. Remember we talked about the of course? You have two choices. You can either hit your brakes or run the thing over. Do not right. swerve. Right. The,
2: uh, the woman from Portland who uh, went off the cliff in Big Sur. Rabbit ran out in front of her. Right. She swerved and went over the cliff.
4: I know it's gruesome, but running it over is often the best, uh, often the best uh, move. Right. People go into trees all the time trying to avoid a squirrel. Or you know it'll be the person behind you's fault, but you get rear-ended if you jam on your brakes and they're very close and they're going very fast and right. not paying attention. Yeah, well,
2: being I, rear-ended's no treat either. I got to tell you, after that happened, I broke out in flop sweat and I was breathing heavy and hard. Well, How the about the, way about the water. rabbit? You think it was pleased?
4: do <laughs> yeah, no. not think about the bunny. <laughs> God, it reminds me of when we had a babysitter driving yeah. out to visit us out in the country at our at our old place and. She thought she had run over uh, an entire pothole full of kittens. Oh, 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 <laughs> she, was cr-
2: she was crying
4: and horrified. The mama feral cat had taken all her kittens to this pothole to keep them safe, apparently. Oh, it, man. Like six kittens in a pothole. Yeah. She thought she'd run them all over and was just beside herself. I went over and checked out. The
3: kittens were all fine. She had, she'd straddled it. But. Wow. 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 <laughs> Pothole of kittens is the uh, title of my new Tennessee Williams-style really troubling play about life in the South. Uh, it's opening uh, next week, if you'd like to buy tickets.
4: Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, July 19th. It's Little Friday. The year 2018, we're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
3: All right, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations, whatever they are. Here we go at Mark.
2: Is Russia still targeting the U.S., Mr. President? Thank Chris, let's go. Make your way out. No, you don't believe to be the case. Let's
4: go. We're finished here. Okay. This is where you... We'll, we'll, we'll play this carefully yep. later, I suppose. I guess this is a scandal. This is where you get into the calling them as you see them thing. I thought the, I meant don't, not do, was complete horse dung. This one, I completely believe the president. He just was saying no, no more questions.
3: That's funny. It'd probably be entertaining if we disagreed on this one, but I, I agree completely. Yeah, seems clear to me. He was
4: full of crap the day before on this one. He's completely right. You see, sometimes that's the way it works. Now that
3: CNN, the president's an idiot and dangerous and Hitler and an idiot and Hitler.
4: Wow, Hitler at 614. We can't make it very this long. They said
2: CNN. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? As you were saying, the Trump Russia meddling story all over the place. The Supremes have weighed in on that proposed <laughs> California three-way split. Michael <laughs> and a connection between dinner time and cancer coming up minutes from now. Stray cats, nice, Glorious. <laughs> yeah, Right, I'm, to what Marshall was talking about. Of course. Yeah. Well, I prefer we were here. I prefer yeah, rock Jack. this town
4: if I'm going straight, if I'm going to go with uh, the Brian Sets. Yeah, this is the Stray Cat Strut, though. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. It's, it's I understand. Tough to tough. I to understand. understand. Never question Michael's methods. Um, <laughs> how does mailbag look?
3: <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's good. A little of this, a little of that, you know.
4: A little of this, a little of that. <laughs>
3: eh. A nice mix of uh, sentiment and uh, and, and uh, expression of ideas.
4: Twitter's really cracking down. I think they're going to overdo it in terms of being worried about political talk. Got a great example from one of our listeners who got blocked. Stay tuned for that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: First polling is out on Trump's handling of the Russia situation the other day. Two-thirds disapprove. No, 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 not quite that high. 55% disapprove, but we'll get into the breakdowns by party, and as usual, it's just completely different worldviews of of things. I mean, not even close, which is interesting. Then we've got this story we'll get to later. The headline is great. Man steals date's car. You're on a date, you steal her car. Man steals date's car, then uses
3: it for another date. There's your headline. Wow. Huh? You admire that, or? can also interpret that headline that a man stole a car then dated it because he really liked it. Man steals, comma, dates car. That's why punctuation is so important, <laughs> folks. It's your language. Learn it. <laughs> mailbag. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. More people are discovering the new email address, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. This is most excellent in that we're hearing from a lot of you folks, and Really interesting takes, and then you're tipping us off to stuff we ought to be talking about, and then funny the, the insight, the the rest of it. On the other hand, it's made my job considerably more difficult. We're getting a lot of email. you got to block more people. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's the way you weed
4: them out. Just one out of three at random. <laughs> well, no. Just stuff that ain't that good.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'm the Big Tent uh, co-host. There's a couple of freedom-loving quotes of the day today. One from the occasionally tiresome and over-the-top but unquestionably brilliant Ayn Rand. The question isn't who is going to let me. It is who is going to stop me. Now that one probably deserves a little fleshing out, but that is a much more healthy point of view when you're talking about the government. We were talking about this yesterday. Uh, A great story. I wish everybody heard it. You can check it out on the podcast about how local governments are are cracking down on no impact home based businesses and demanding them that they pay all sorts of fees and jump through all sorts of hoops, even though there are no customers there. There's no parking there. They no employees or whatever the employees that just it's don't ask who can who lets me do this. Ask who's going to stop me and why. That's the relationship you should have with the government. I realize for a lot of people, including some people I really like,
4: Atlas Shrugged is one of the most important books of their lives. I've tried to read it, and and it's like a thousand pages.
3: I'm not known for brevity. Hmm. Maybe I should try again. Who is John Galt? That's where I stopped. Well, see, the first uh, line. You got to plunge on. Another freedom-loving quote of the day. It's a day late, but not a dollar short. It was Nelson Mandela's 100-year birthday yesterday. Perhaps you saw our former president, Barack Obama, speaking at the occasion uh, in South Africa. I think it was, was it South Africa. doesn't matter. Mm. One of those African countries. To be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. There you go. So what's wrong with you, some of you the idiot extremists who, who think you need to silence people you don't agree with. I hate you. I'd like to silence you. <laughs> but I won't! Here's some wonderful signage, according to Ed. I'm not sure Ed uh, created this himself or what, but it has to do with the uh, rather uh, severe a uh, poo-poo problem in San Francisco. And every other West Coast city. Yeah, although... In my experience, San Francisco is clearly the poopiest. It's
4: getting the most national attention for it, certainly.
3: Yeah. Now, there are parts of San Diego that are are, are quite poopy, um, but not like the general streets, walking the streets as much as San Francisco. You can hardly go from anywhere to anywhere else in San Francisco.
4: Well, and I saw the worst without thing. Without poo-poo. I saw the worst thing I've ever seen on a corner in Portland,
3: so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again. They uh, Practically every Portlander in a plaid shirt's got to go out and poo to equal San Francisco. The clear leader. It
4: was like I was staring at the south end of a northbound horse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
3: Anyway, here's a nice... Some young lady. Here's a nice sign of uh, a uh, kind of a stick figure. It's your classic uh, human on a sign figure who is squatting and unleashing with the, uh, the cross through him, the line through him. Don't do this. No, No pooping. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know... Certainly, modern Homo sapiens assume they can crap anywhere where they don't see that sign. That is a perfect example of the problems of legalism. The new mayor of San Francisco is under the impression
4: that people don't know they're not supposed to poop on the street. And as soon as you tell them, it'll be okay.
3: This is the problem with legalism (laughs) as opposed to a uh, society run by morality. If they start putting up those signs, no crapping here. People will, after a fairly short time, begin to assume if they don't see the sign, they can drop a deuce right there. Drop a deuce? You heard me. Mm. Grow tail, whatever you're. Uh, oh, geez, you, It's is a sick enough. Can we here. move on, please. Yeah, let's let's Come move your, on. This is a major challenge facing our metropolitan let's areas. Let's go back to Helsinki. If you don't have the stomach to take it on, we'll get lead follower. Get out of the way. <laughs> Huh. I'll get out of the way. All right, then. Here's a beautiful, uh, well, I don't know, Gina. I'm sure she's beautiful in spirit. I'm Gina in beautiful Lodi, California, Um, a f- a home of our friends at Oak Farm Vineyards. Dearest Jack and Joe, I've been listening since you were on the TV in the, in the early 2000s and when I was 14 years old. Yeah. I'm now 70. <laughs> these, <laughs> Some these, days it feels like it, Gina. These used to make me happy. They now make me sad. Throughout my life since then, my political views have swung left. Oh, no. Come on now. Come I started on. listening Come on to on you back. when I was in high school. I now have four grown children. And many times I disagree with your perspective, but I always trust you will take an honest and reasoned uh, position. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. We try. I continue to listen off and gain new and valuable perspective. Most recently with the Helsinki press conference, I saw my Facebook explode with outrage before I realized the cause. Your coverage was the only one I sought out and was delighted when again you proved yourselves to be honest and reasonable in your assessment, reacting like real people and not a talking head. Uh, et cetera. Absolutely hilarious. Thank you. Please never stop singing along to the mailbag music and makes my morning. Say, you know, that's I ought to release that my scatting along scat it's double meaning to that term um, to the mailbag music
4: yeah i got the breakdown of the uh, the latest polling that just came across minutes ago on uh, trump's handling of Russia. russian more than that particular dust up it just shows you where we are in terms of our tribalism which we've been talking a lot about lately yeah but it's 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 stronger than it has ever been maybe since
3: 1860 a little long on praise uh, today in the mailbag which is uh, disconcerting to us as self-loathing is what drives us. But um Dan wants to salute us, our continual campaign against slow drivers in the left lane uh, and or morons who won't use turnouts in rural highways, mountain highways. He says, if for nothing more than this, your lives have not been in vain.
4: You know, the main thing I've noticed with those people is they never look in their rearview mirror. Right. They they just are completely unaware of their surroundings.
3: They're they're They are truly clueless. So... Yeah. I, I don't know how to reach them. Ex- I don't know. Except with, uh, you know, cue balls hurled out the window. <laughs> That's one method. <laughs> Marshall's news is next on The Armstrong and Getty Show. A giant shirtless
4: Jeff Goldblum statue has appeared in London and has become quite the tourist attraction.
0: <laughs> I'm, already, not be? <laughs> I'm already looking for discount flights.
4: I didn't realize Sean was explaining to me that's a meme. That's a popular photo from Jurassic Park, I guess. Yes. Of him kind of lying down shirtless. And people use it a lot for various things. Anyway,
3: how charming! It's a twenty-five-foot statue. It's not small, <laughs>
4: right by uh, London's Tower
3: Bridge. In and America,
4: that probably gets shut down by permits or something, right? And so we're here, are people next to a uh, really an amazing piece of, of a historical architecture, but they're getting pictures taken <laughs> by the shirtless Jeff Goldblum statue instead. How uh, convincing is it? Okay. There you go. That's convincing. Yeah. It's disturbing. Make, <laughs> make room at the Louvre. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah really. hilarious
4: News now with Marsha Phillips. Now, the
2: White House is saying President Trump did not say no to a question about Russia he yesterday. Didn't. He
4: didn't. It, this is the dumb controversy. The other one was a real controversy. This is a dumb controversy.
2: White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders insisted Trump was saying no to answering any more questions from reporters as a photo op was winding down. During that time, a reporter did ask Trump. Is Russia still targeting the U.S., Mr. President? Press, let's much, uh, go. Make your way out. No, we don't believe that to be the case. Let's
1: go. We're
0: finished here.
2: That's when Trump said no, but he did go on to say, "There's never been a president as tough on Russia as I have been."
3: Yeah, and he's clearly saying, "Thank you very much." Yeah. No, no, yeah, thank you very much. Come on,
2: everybody, get the hell out, or I'll tase you. This morning, Trump is tweeting that, quote, the fake news media wants so badly to see a major confrontation with Russia, even a confrontation that could lead to war.
4: No, they just hate you. They hate you. Yeah, it's not about that. either. And like they're bringing you down. Right. They exactly. are pushing
2: so recklessly hard and hate the fact that I'll probably have a good relationship with Putin. We are doing much better than any other country. Exclamation but this, this is where
4: the overreaching does you more harm than good. If you're a Trump hater, you know, call the ones where he clearly is wrong. and You can make plenty of hay with that. That hole, I meant to say, don't. It was clearly BS, yeah, silly. But this one is dumb. Yeah. You're just wrong. You're making crap up, and now well, everybody, and
3: then the president overreaches in response and says silly well, stuff. That's his thing. Yeah.
4: But uh, if you're a Trump hater, you don't do yourself favors by doing this.
2: Meanwhile, during an interview with CBS last night, President Trump says he told Russia President Putin to stay out of American elections. I let him know we can't have this. We're not going to have it. And that's the way it's going to be.
4: So do you believe that? So now the third interview Trump has done since the big stinky and hell stinky with CBS, he says, oh, in the behind closed doors, I told him very strongly, no more of this. You got to knock it off. Do you believe that? Uh, Yeah. Do you not? I don't have any reason to believe it. Do you have any reason not to believe it? No. No. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe I do. Because mm. he says a lot of things that uh, I don't think are true. Like the I meant to say don't. that I, I think that's a complete lie. Uh, yeah. So yeah. why would I believe this? And it took him to the third interview to, to bring it up. Did, it, did it, out. it really?
3: Yeah. I thought, uh, uh, but he didn't address that in the Tucker Carlson interview? That he, you know, that he, he made it clear? I didn't hear the whole Tucker Carlson interview. I'd, well, I'd like to hear him. That seems so extraordinary. If he didn't bring it up, if, if y- you're. According to
4: Fox, uh, Brett Baer's show yesterday, even, they said it took him to the third interview, and I watched all three interviews. Well, I, two, I didn't watch the CBS, but that's not the one we're discussing. Um, Are you hanitized? I uh, actually am not. Okay. But uh, it, it took him to interview three before he finally got to how strongly he talked behind closed doors, even though that was the issue. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think he did. You I don't the, think he
3: did. The compl- Wow. Listen to you. You're a bad American questioning our president. What's wow. the matter with you? Wow. That's a that's a wow. day gone by. Enemy of the state. <laughs> um, then, meanwhile, you've got the completely ridiculous Democrat demand to grill the translator. Right. Well, we need to know that the president didn't make some sort of secret agreement behind closed doors. Listen. Presidents, all of them, every single one, have had many private meetings with heads of state. This is all part of the job.
4: This is all premised on people don't know that. Right. It's not uncommon. It's common. It's the opposite of uncommon. It's common. Happens all the time. To have these meetings with only translators in the room. It's been done by many presidents r's and d's over the years now if it's going to
3: be a getting deals done big dealio they usually have their secretary of state national security advisor those people with them who who respond if the president asks them to jump in right. But yeah the idea that that every time a president is met with a head of state just one-on-one with translators that that needs to be uh you know brought out in the open and there need to be hearings and the rest of it that's just silly now following... do, how do we feel about
4: um, should presidents be able to have completely private conversations with other heads of state? Or yeah. since we are the uh, you know we're a democracy, right. he's representing us, etc. Should we have some access to that
3: information? It's a really good question. The answer is uh, no. There have to be opportunities for private conversations in diplomacy. There just have to be. There have to be those moments where the president can look somebody in the eye and say, Listen, we will take out your third largest city. And by the way,. And if you keep screwing around, it'll be your second largest city. Look at me. I'm serious. And then it'll be your capital. Okay? We're not joking around. Now, listen, I'd rather be friends. And, and, To avoid completely humiliating that other leader and ending their power in their country, it has to be quiet.
4: Now, when Barack Obama thought he was off the record and he made his famous statement to the then president of Russia, (laughs) Medvedev, that uh, after the election, he'll have more uh, wiggle room or whatever. Right, more flexibility. That was doing similar to what Trump was doing the other day. That was Mm -hmm. acting like we're friends so he could get something. Right. Right? It was the same sort of game. Mm Mm-hmm. Acting like, hey, I'm kind of on your side. I'll help you with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he's treated differently for that. Well, he was killed by the Republicans for that. Sure. Yeah.
2: Another quick note. California Supreme Courts ruled the initiative to split California into three states cannot
3: appear on the ballot in November. Yeah, we'll briefly talk about this now and then go into more depth later, because this could be a, I hesitate to use the term, state constitutional crisis. A high court saying
2: significant questions have been raised regarding the proposition's validity. Prop 9 would have asked voters whether California should separate into three states, California, Northern California, and Southern California, subject to approval by Congress. But now the state Supreme Court has put that on hold. That's Lookster News. I'm Marshall Phillips, the
3: Armstrong and Guinea Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, just real briefly, one of the key lines in the decision was, we conclude that the potential harm in permitting the measure to remain on the ballot outweighs the potential harm in delaying the proposition of a, to a future election. Yeah. So they don't like it. They're, they're not crazy about the proposition. There are too many questions. So let's let's just not have the people vote on it. Um, until the courts have, have gotten more time. And the, 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 the Cali- California's history with props is not good. People oh, it's rashly, awful.
4: barely knowing what they're talking about, make big decisions.
3: Right. It's terrible. I am defending a process I think is stupid because I think the court is out of line here. But, yeah, the proposition system is a miserable failure. This is, you know, you hear me talking about how democracy is a bad idea. Look at the history of California propositions if you want to know what I'm talking about. You can dupe the common people into voting for all sorts of hogwash if you word it real pretty. That's some frank talk, my friends. Um,
4: Boy, we got so many things today. I don't want it to all be heavy and serious, certainly. I mean, I did talk about the Jeff Goldblum shirtless statue in London. That's not particularly serious. On a lighter note, are our schools jamming Islam down our children's throats? On a lighter note. And it appears Apple is trying to improve the voice texting I was using just before the show today to no effect. Uh, Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience of of the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: We're trying to figure out if this is a real story about turning over our ambassador to be questioned by Putin, that they're actually considering that. More on that later, I suppose.
0: Good lord.
3: Um, if they are, I'm out.
4: Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were both turned down, broke back mountain. Broke back mountain. The sexy man on man cowboy Oy. movie. Could have been Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, phonely.
3: <laughs> you ever heard Willie Nelson's song, Broke Back Mountain? No. Seriously? I have not. It's uh, it's funny. It's, it's very funny, but uh, not terribly sympathetic to the uh, movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not funny at all. Uh, it's not the least but funny. I don't understand how anybody could consider it funny. That song should never be heard or aired. And <clears throat> I wasn't laughing. I have allergies. All right, moving along. Uh, hey, oh, say, oh, yesterday, little bonus mailbag for you here, um, and 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 I'll be danged, I wish I had a time machine. Yesterday, we were talking about kids and chores, and and kids doing manual labor, mowing lawns, that sort of thing. We had a philosophical discussion
4: about. I was wondering whether teaching my kid to grit it out with manual labor has any benefit in a world where. Most people are going to go through life and never do manual labor. Right. Should I have him going through stacks of papers and filing them? <laughs> gritting
3: out white collar work. Right. Exactly. Filling out government forms. Uh, a couple of interesting perspectives came via the mailbag, mailbag at armstronggetty.com, that I really enjoyed reading. This one's from uh, uh, Colorado Cal, I think i uh, been a uh, fag since my dad was driving me to middle school, another one of those. Friend of Armstrong and Getty, of course. Because you're so old. That's the subtitle of those. That's what they're saying. It's a shot. Beats the alternative. Sageism. ageism. Yeah. Uh, I moved out of California. I live in California. That's not really not. My dad made me do manual chores almost every other day growing up. However, he also worked right next to me and was teaching me the whole time how to properly mow the lawn, how to fix the deck, how to fix things. I got my degree in engineering. I'm doing fairly well for myself. Recently bought a house. Uh, I've had to make a lot of fixes. I completely redid my bathroom. If I didn't have the knowledge my dad taught me through the countless unpaid jobs, I wouldn't have been able to buy a cheap house that needed a lot of little, mm, a lot of fixing. With the money I made through my job, lessons I learned through the countless hours of manual labor, I was able to buy a house and fix it into something nice, et cetera. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I really wish my dad had done that with me. Although I'm not sure I would have put up with it. Well, I would have if he told me I had to. Um, (laughs) But I remember him uh, remodeling the bathroom when I was a kid and me looking in and thinking, wow, that looks like a pain in the butt and just moving along and going off to play baseball. But um, I will will tell you this. I have no doubt that is true. Uh, But when Judy and I were young and poor and we bought our first house together, it was a, a HUD repo. Um, and, and the people were angry about having been booted out and so beat the place to crap, and it was in terrible shape. We did everything ourselves except laying tile in the kitchen because I knew I would screw that up. Oh, that would have been funny if I'd done that. But you get one of those how-to books, and you go slowly, and you make a couple of mistakes and stuff, you'd be amazed at what you can learn to do. People who are quote-unquote handy, I mean, there are some people whose brains work better that way and they're more talented, maybe, but... Um, The idea that you are or you're not, it's just not true. You can learn how to do a lot of stuff. Anyway. Uh, Wanted to chime in on Jack's discussion during the second hour, the sun mowing the lawn, etc. Came across an interesting article on the same topic earlier this week. This is a nice note from uh, Jason. Uh, Two brothers that each started companies and sold them for a billion dollars each gave credit to the way their mom assigned chores. Hmm. Justin founded Twitch and sold it to Amazon a few years back. Dan sold cruise self driving cars to g m in two thousand and sixteen Wow two billion dollars between the two of them wow that 's something there 's a th- <laughs> P.S. Writes, uh jason there 's a third brother who must feel great about oh, himself yeah. at family gatherings um i 'm assuming uh, anyway um Justin, the older brother credited his success uh, his success in part to the way his mama signed chores. He said in an interview quote. Uh, He learned how to be an entrepreneur and leader from his tiger mom, a Chinese immigrant. Uh, She had an unusual way of assigning chores to her three sons. She didn't actually assign them to individuals. She just said, here is the list of things that need to get done. You guys need to collectively do the set of things on this list, and nobody gets to play video games until you execute these things. We thought that was very unfair, but of course the important thing is what that taught us. It changed us from thinking of ourselves and our individual individual responsibilities to thinking of ourselves as a team. It became about accomplishing a goal as a team and working together to divide and conquer, holding each other accountable. Being accountable to our brothers encouraged us to execute. Hmm. It's an interesting system. Of course you know, you'd have to have similar ages. Or yeah, like fairly my, similar. My, I mean, if you if you got like a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and they make the 6-year-old do everything or will beat you up. I mean, <laughs> that's that's, uh, you know, that probably doesn't teach the right lessons. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm
4: looking at it like a coach. I got two kids with completely different skill sets. So, uh I uh, I have different expectations for each of them. Yeah, well... Of what and how much and how fast they can do things.
3: I think the what the uh, what the Chinese brothers would probably say to you is, exactly, and they will say to each other, look, you're clearly way better than I am at this sort of thing. I'm pretty good at this. Let's identify each other's skills and, is there and apply a, them.
4: Is there a third brother for Peyton Manning and Eli Manning here? Cooper. like Cooper Manning. I mean, there mm. is Cooper in this family. I mean, so what's his explanation for why it didn't take with him? He's still working on it.
3: <laughs> Maybe he doesn't give a damn.
4: or just throwing it out there are they just happen to be two uniquely unique human beings on earth like there are unique human beings on earth? I don't know as we saw we were talking about the other day, you can't even get equality in a household with you know multiple kids growing up exactly the same way. right. How are you
3: ever going to get equality out of uh, a world of the outcome? Yeah. yeah yeah, that's such a great insight mm-hmm. by the, the fabulous Thomas Sowell. Uh, So coming up, the the Montenegro flap, or as uh, an English reporter who was uh, talking to the American reporter kept saying, Montenegro, Montenegro must this, then, it was really making me uncomfortable. (laughs) Please say Montenegro. Please.
4: Uh, I'll do the behind the numbers on the polls, I promised it. I just, I didn't want to bring up Trump and uh, Russia again, just because, you know. But the first poll numbers are out like a half hour ago from uh, CBS News, and it's kind of interesting. Predictable, but interesting. Yeah. Actually, we got a minute. I could do it here. Should I just get it over with? Sure. Why not? We'll just bite the bullet and get it over with? Sure. Choke down the pill. Choke down the pill. Um, what interests me about this is how we are so incredibly tr- tribal. Trump, with all the interesting things that Trump is, has the highest approval among his own party of anybody that's any ever more than Reagan more than he's at 90 percent 55 percent of people disapprove of Trump's handling of the summit with Putin but you break it down by party 68 percent of Republicans approve really eight percent of Democrats so it's you know it's just
3: I'm gonna stick with my team no matter what I think that's as much an effect of tribalism as an example of it why don't we talk about that a little more later okay Uh, maybe after the news but it's, it's clearly stronger than it has been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole
4: tribalism. heartened. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.